morning. Welcome to Jesus and Coffee with Pastor Tom, where we have a little bit of coffee and a whole lot of Jesus. And we're going to move quickly through this this morning, but we just have two verses to look at. I'm going to be starting in the book of James. It's one of my favorite New Testament books of the Bible. Extremely important for our theological understanding of a lot of what Paul writes, and we'll talk more on that later. But James gives the other side of the same coin as Paul. Uh, Paul talks a lot about freedom in Christ, which is absolutely true, and that our works are not what bring salvation. But James makes sure to clarify that because James tells us that although works don't save us, works are a result of genuine salvation. So we're going to start here in uh, chapter 1, verse 1, and then look at verse 1 and 2. It's very simple, not a lot right off the bat. But James opens up this letter, James is servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the twelve tribes in the dispersion. So what is this dispersion? Well, <clears throat> you got to remember, when Jesus rose from the grave, okay, resurrection, and he appeared to many different people at that time, James was one of them. James is the half-brother of Jesus Christ. We say half-brother because James had the same mother as Jesus, Mary, right? But see, Jesus is born of a virgin because God, by some miraculous power that we don't fully comprehend, caused conception in Mary apart from any other man. James, on the other hand, is a human being like you and me. His father is Joseph. So he is the half-brother of Jesus. They have the same mother. So James grew up with Jesus. James saw Jesus, you know, through, especially through the early years of his life, yet James did not see him as the Savior. He did not see Jesus as anything other than just a good person. That tells you just how much like a human being Jesus was, right? Because if James, his own brother who saw him day in and day out, did not see the Savior in him until Jesus rose from the dead, then Jesus definitely was a human being, right? Very much so a human being. Yet he had no sin within him. So after people came to know Christ um, at Pentecost in Jerusalem, there was a lot of persecution that went out from the, the um, Israelite people towards the Christians, okay? So many of them dispersed. Many of them left the city of Jerusalem. James stayed and he led the church in Jerusalem. So this dispersion that he's referring to here are the Christians who left because of the persecution. And now he is writing to all of them, all the churches and all the people that had left. So this letter was intended to go out to everybody, not one person, not one church, but to everyone who calls themselves a believer. Okay. Now he jumps right in to this letter, right into some hard stuff. And in verse two here, he says, count it all joy my brothers, when you meet trials of various times, or various kinds. Now, this can be any kind, right? He's talking about trials. You could, it could be a flat tire, which he's not thinking about that at this time, but it could be that. Um, it could be something very terrible and detrimental, such as the death of a loved one. Um, it could be a stubbed toe, all right? He's lumping everything, all trials, into one 
thought and category, okay? Because everybody's going to face trials of various kinds and different levels, some worse than others. But at the end of the day, James says to count it all joy when you meet these trials. Now, we need to understand that James is not saying that when a trial comes and in that moment, that means that you're just supposed to be happy about the trial. Oh, I've lost, I've lost my spouse. Oh, I'm just so happy. That's not what he's saying here. He's not saying that you should be happy. What he's saying is that when you look at this situation, even though it's very, very bad, you should see this situation as part of God's purpose and plan to mold you into an eternal being that sees life in an eternal sense, that thinks about the future and the things to come. That's what he's talking about. Listen, we're going to face trials in our life that are painful, and we're not going to be happy as we're going through them. But we can have joy as we go through them. We can have joy because we know that this trial is just one small hiccup in the, in the journey of life that leads to great joy for those who have put faith and trust in Christ. So we don't give up. That's what James is trying to do here. He's trying to encourage people to stand firm and stand fast, even in the midst of persecution, even when it hurts, even when you're suffering, even when you're down, even when you're discouraged. To still categorize whatever situation and trial you're going through as something to take joy in because it's going to lead to greater growth and understanding of who God is. So stand firm in the midst of pain. And although you might be unhappy and you might be hurting, God has a purpose and a plan in that to mold you into something more than what you are today. So with that, count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds. We're going to continue this tomorrow. Thank you for joining me today. At the end of the day, seek first the kingdom of God. Stay blessed. Take care. I'll see you again tomorrow. Bye.